Hey, everybody. Welcome. Ears Up Podcast in depth. This is our news show, our, uh, what, bi-monthly? I don't even know what words mean. Bi-weekly, bi-monthly? It's bi-monthly. Bi-weekly? Jeremy, what is it? Two times a month. <laughs> I don't know. I never know the difference between those. You neither do I. I'm stupid. Uh, like, is it semi-monthly? Because it's not, no, that would be every other month. I think it's bi-weekly, meaning every other week. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Twice a month. Twice a month. That's right. Well, and sometimes more, depending. And and it's that's speaking of faults earlier before the show. Um, that's my fault for not manning the calendar very well because sometimes we'll do like three shows a month, and I'm like, wait a minute, what are we doing? <laughs> We've only opted for two of these, but sometimes the week is like five, or the month is like five weeks long. Sure, you get. June is a five-week month generally. March is a five-week month generally. Yeah. September and December, those are usually longer, slightly longer months. So that is when you would have that happen. See, I don't even know that. And do you do you have that little like song that everyone supposedly learned in kindergarten about 30 days, half September, October, November, April, December? June and November. Yeah. <laughs> I've never learned that. You, you didn't? No. So you knew that it was a song, but you were like, I don't want to know the words. Well, because I go, I go, this is information I'm never, ever going to know. Why? And I don't know. I just, because I don't, I've never found a need to know how many days, excuse me, are in the month. But I, I know that the actor who played uh, Darth Vader didn't know he wasn't also going to be doing the voice until, until uh, after, until he watched the movie. So I know things just, you know, on a different level. Okay. I, yeah. On the 30th. And sometimes the 31st of the month, it's helpful to know this sort of information. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right, but I just look at my phone. I go, okay. what's the date today? I don't know. It's the whatever. Cool. I don't know, but that's All me right, being well, lazy. As long as you have a system. I <laughs> you really do, Mine man. Mine is the song. Yeah. Is it really? Do that you like, like the- do you go back to the song in your head and you go like, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. And that's like, you, you run through in your head. And if it's not one of those th- months... It doesn't count. 31, unless it's February. And it was a song. And I played it on the piano when I was a kid. That was like <laughs> one of the first songs I learned how to play. Of course you did. Hey, speaking of pianos, you got a, a, a nice looking uh, keyboard set up now. You ditched the sure recorder. Do. You've traded it in. And now you're, uh, you've upgraded. <laughs> yeah. I got a real discount off the piano for giving them a used recorder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just knocking the spit out on the heel of your boot before you enter the store. Bite your tongue. I kept the recorder. I'm going to try. I want to see if I could do recorder with one hand and piano with the right hand and see if I can actually play uh, oh my, uh, my God. own duet. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming more and more like Yanni every day. Yeah. Come close. I have a whisper in your ear that me, <laughs> whenever he's been posting on Instagram, I follow him now on Instagram. His piece of lunatic. His posts are loony. Forget him. Read the comments. Oh, really? Are the comments this, on Yanni? This is a podcast in and of itself. The comments that people write, and here's the thing, you don't have to look far. The first one will be ridiculous. It's guaranteed. I'm going to go to it right now, Yanni. I'm going to do the Facebook. Um, you do the Instagram. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm on Instagram right now. There's So here's a post that you and I both liked from May 4th, 975 comments. Official Yanni, I'm whispering in your ear a message made of notes rather than words. I know that you all understand me. Don't forget our date on Monday, May 10th. <laughs> Brand new video. 
and then the first one, yeah, that's my Mother's Day present. And then Yanni writes back to her and says, Happy Mother's Day, my sweet. I have missed you. Sending all my love, your Yanni. Two kissy face emojis, a heart emoji, three rose emojis, and an eagle emoji. <laughs> and I tagged Yanni in a post because I made some Greek food for Greek Easter. He didn't have the courage to write to to respond to me. So I'm a little upset at him. <laughs> he doesn't care about your Greaster food. First of all, they were great cookies. Uh, here's the okay, uh, Lola Walker. Thank you for a quiet voice when I need it, my love. May your voice always be shared with the people and places that light a spark in your soul. Thank you so much for being you, my sweet friend. Dove emoji, heart emoji, eagle emoji, kiss emoji. It's all insane. Here's this is the fourth one down on Facebook, so you don't have to go far. They're they're lunatics. <laughs> My dear legend Yanni, love you so much. Heart flower. Tomorrow, many of us fear tomorrow. Hope remains stuck between faith in it and fear. What is remove a barrier and gives a person strength and self confidence, and that we are able to connect to what we dreams and imagine is love, true love. Dreaming of seeing the lights <laughs> of the North Pole. I dream about hearing your piano sound up close. This video would touch my soul. Love you. May God bless. Jason Petros. <laughs> Damn, you got out outed me right now. They're all like this, every yeah. single one of them. They really are. And what is it about the, the platforms that just cross lunacy? Uh, like a whisper, your songs cheer our lives up. When was the last time a whisper ever cheered you up? You're like, oh man, I'm sort of down. Free breadsticks at Olive Garden. Oh, what? <laughs> I love it. Thanks. May this breathless moment I'm feeling with you never leave my heart of tears. What does that mean? <laughs> should we just do a, wish- a Yanni fan podcast? I, I should. I mean, I have these psychos tuning in. But imagine if this was the kind of comments people left on the ears up. I would love that. Please, Post- everyone start tears. doing that. The br- your breath in my ear, Terrence, while it immersing ourselves in nature's embrace with you, Bev. <laughs> uh, I can feel your spirit walking with me, cheering me up in those long rides on Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> I mean, we could only you make hope. you make my spirit soar, my popcorn bucket overflow. <laughs> It's weird, man. Uh, I, I could read these all day. I sometimes I have my friend that I uh, I send I like screenshot them all the time and send them to her. I'm just like, here's another one. Check it out. Uh, well, anyway, so everybody. Going. Well, Yanni's great, you know, but his music's very difficult. I'll tell you, I downloaded I because I've been downloading music and playing it, and you know, trying to learn it and everything. And his stuff's tough. Oh, tough to play. Yes, it's very difficult to play. You know, I mean, I can play music from Coco till the cows come home, but you can't, I can't do, uh, you know, Truth of Touch or Santorini. Forget it. Why not? It's too hard. Oh. What am I, a virtuoso? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In my mind, sure, probably. I mean, anybody who's going to play the piano is like, oh, yeah, you, you, you can then play anything. Are you going to be in a band? Are you going to start a band? You and Tom uh, Tom Amin going to do a duet? Maybe we'll be dueling pianos. 
Oh man, one day when you both retire in Epcot, you'll be you'll be sitting there. Once that we, we could play at Jelly Rolls, the Julie <laughs> Piano Bar at the Boardwalk. It'd be great. I would be. Uh, it wouldn't be much of a competition. I think he would clean my clock pretty quickly. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, he would. He would be the one hand tied behind his back guy, and then you would be the the try hard guy, and he would just yeah. smoke you either way. I'd get smoked. Yeah, roll absolutely. me up and smoke me. <laughs> Speaking of smoking things, um, I'm wearing my brand new Fantasyland shirt, Jeremy. I don't know if you can see it. Looks like <laughs> yeah, the maybe, looks like the Tomorrowland it's logo. Smoking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there, you can get that on our Etsy store. And then, um, but I got it in like this light yellow, um, which is sort of see through, but not really. Like you know, you can put your hand in and like see your hand through it. And like I put it on, I was like, "Oh, what are those two dark circles?" Oh, okay, got it. So <laughs> if, you, if you buy this color shirt, uh, you know, be warned. Yeah, I bought a shirt that very same color. It's uh, it says Trader Sam's. Oh, okay, I yeah, I haven't christened it yet. Okay, well, just so do it in the I'm mirror little- first trepidatious about that yeah just do it in the mirror first because you might think you have two stains but you don't you should have made the logo longer so that it you know it would cover up well so this is like the, things this is a test print i didn't think about it really at first but um i after seeing this i went back and i uh went into into the the printer you know whatever i use and uh it did move it down a little bit and then sort of made it a little bit larger so hopefully it does mm. like you know cover the area yeah so fantastic news going on over here (laughs) how to cover your body up with with ears up swag or something yes i don't know i'm noticing a pattern yeah (laughs) i'll give you a pattern it looks like the tread of my birkenstock on the back of your cheek goes on (laughs) why don't you start jeremy let's do some news huh Let's do a little news. Jason, yeah. uh, you probably know that Florida is filled with interesting creatures. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm talking to one now. <laughs> um, we have bugs of all sorts, lizards, uh, armadillos is a new one I recently found out we have. Huge birds like you've never seen and they're <laughs> loud. Really? Oh, loud birds that walk around and they're as tall as I am and they're just outside like it's very weird vultures okay um they're very ugly snakes it's it's a world-class menagerie i love it to quote the uh song prince ali from aladdin mm. in fact um also right over here a cottonmouth snake which are a it's a it's a uh water moccasin they're very poisonous was caught right here in the cart barn of a golf course right over here by my friend and they chopped his head off Wow. Well, I mean, it's I guess what are you going to do? Place. Yeah. Um, this is the consequence of building your cities, towns, and amusement parks and swamps. True. Um, and also, of course, we have alligators. Uh, many people will probably remember five years ago, a small child of just two years old was playing on the sandy beach at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort when an alligator attacked from the water and the toddler lost his life as a result. So. Uh, these animals are not to be uh, messed with. They're to be taken seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in the subsequent five years since the toddler's death, Disney has removed 226 nuisance alligators oh from its Central Florida property. Wow. Um, 
This number is significant because in the eight years prior to that child's death, nuisance alligator removals average around 23 a year. Um, but if you can do a little math, that number now since uh, in the last five years has almost doubled to over four, just over 45 a year. So wow. Disney is clamping. That's almost one a week. They're getting an alligator. All <laughs> that's here. insane. Man. That is insane. Clamping down on the nuisance alligators. Now, not all alligators can even be described as as a nuisance, so they're not even taking them all out of here. They have to be at least four feet in length and believed to pose a threat to people. Um, Some of the reptiles captured are sold sold to alligator farms and zoos, but a vast majority are euthanized. Wow. They're made Um, younger. That's nice. That's cute. They're what? They're made younger. They're euthanized. They're made younger. They are. They are. Uh, The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission does not attempt to relocate captured alligators as they will often only try to return to their capture site and most remote locations in Florida already have healthy alligator populations where there would be no room for any interlopers. Mm. Um, Walt Disney World has special permits that allow the company to contract with alligator trappers who can sell the meat themselves for a profit in addition to their $30 stipend for each capture. Um, if you're concerned about the population of alligators being affected by this removal program, doubling, however, fear not. 226 alligators removed over five years is just a tiny fraction of the estimated 1.3 million strong Florida alligator population. No. There are approximately as many alligators residing in Florida as there are people in the state of Maine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, what they really need to do is brand the Disney alligator meat that they pull from the thing when these people resell it. Bam, captured on Disney property. You can double the price on those meats because these weird Disney people will pay for it. Yeah. In fact, a friend of mine was telling me um, uh, when it, you're on to something with the Disney branding, I think, it, what is it? Knob Creek is a bourbon mm-hmm. uh, brand, right? They have a Disney Select bourbon. Knob like Creek. Twice the price. Disney Select? What is Select about? It? I now think I gotta that's know. What it's called Disney Select Bourbon. I think. This is all hearsay and uh Knob Creek. Right? Um the polite pig at Disney Springs and Disney World has a new whiskey. So it it sounds like it's for uh, there's a restaurant called the Polite Pig, I guess, in Disney Springs. Yeah, Disney Springs, sure. Okay, so Polite it pig. sounds like that it's it's made for that place at Disney Springs. Okay, well, you can also get it. I believe you can buy it, at, or you can get it served to you the Disney Select at Geyser Geyser Point, which is the outdoor restaurant and bar at Wilderness Lodge, where I dined just last week. Oh. And uh, someone on Reddit is saying something else. This is from 2016, where uh, if you go to Cove Bar, RIP, uh, they have a barrel select bourbon from Knob Creek as well. So it definitely sounds like the restaurant program at the Disney resorts are, you know, sort of doing this thing. Sure. I'll take it. Interesting. I will. Uh, I'll take any any bourbon. If you want to slap some interesting thing on a bottle of bourbon, I will probably buy it. Uh, where was I? 
Um, after the toddler's death in 2016 at the Grand Floridian, Disney moved to install rock barricades and fences along many of the resort's numerous lakes to prevent guests from approaching too close to the water. And the company also posted signs around the resorts warning guests of the presence of alligators and dangerous snakes. So Disney doubling down on its alligator removal program over the last five years to keep us safe. Well, that's good. Get those alligators out of here, man. Get them out of here. I don't you know? like them. Yeah, I don't like them either. There's there's 1.2 million. You said that's plenty. Um, it's enough. That's enough, man. Let's uh, you know, let's let's keep them out of here. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you like to eat some food, right? You're a human being. You like to ingest uh, calories and and burn them moving around and you know living and surviving. Um, and yeah. to do that, you have to go to restaurants. And if you're out here at the Disneyland Resort, and if you tell somebody that you like to eat at the Blue Bayou. Your statement is generally followed up with, I mean, it's not great food, but the atmosphere is amazing. This is the, it's like, it's like people have a script. Yes, for Why sure. Not just, is it that, is it, is the food not good there? I don't know. Isn't it just food? To it's be, all the same food. It's all the same food. To be honest with you, I don't mind. I, I've eaten there twice, maybe three times. I don't remember because I went there the last time I went there was on my birthday years ago, probably five years ago or more actually. I don't remember it. It's just, it's food. It's fine. It's overpriced. And I think that's maybe what is sort of like uh, being judgy about it. It's like, God, you ate at the Blue Bayou? I mean, it's cool, but good Lord. You're paying, I mean, we went over this on our last show, which we uh, ranked the um, places to eat at the Disneyland Resort. And Mm. Blue Bayou, it's $29 for a Monte Cristo sandwich. (laughs) 29? 29 yeah when you can go to the french market right literally across the walkway and get it for 21 so it's an eight dollar <laughs> upcharge to sit at the blue bayou and eat a fried ham sandwich like it just makes no sense to me but there you go that's what it is people pay for it 21 feels a little rich it really does yeah for sure um so anyway it would stand to reason jer that hearing buzz about the blue bayou reopening might slightly confuse you people are excited about it however when the blue bayou does open its indoor patio for guest dining there will be one more attraction that's sure to pack thighs in seats and that's booze Yes, the Blue Bayou is serving alcoholic beverages, which is about as polarizing as, as your statement about uh, enjoying eating there. Not you specifically, but, you know, the, the fictional you talking to your friend, right? On May 27th, guests to Disneyland no longer have to trudge across the park and extend their risk of certain types of skin cancers waiting out in the hot sun for a stool at Oga's Cantina for a drink. Because the Blue Bayou has your back. It's always been there for you, regardless of the astronomical prices it tries to charge you. This being California, of course, there will be a wine selection at the Bayou. Five-ounce pours will be flowing of Minor Family Chardonnay from Napa, Jay Wilkes Cab Sauv from Santa Barbara, both for $11 for a five-ounce pour, which is uh, pricey, but eh, you can understand it, I guess. Uh, Duckhorn, which makes some fantastic wines, they're pouring their South Blanc and St. Helena for 13 bucks. Flowers Pinot in Healdsburg for <clears throat> $21. So you... <laughs> Uh, Far Niente Chardonnay from Oakville for 24 and Silver Oak Cab also from Healdsburg for $41. Imagine sitting at the Blue Bayou and thinking that you're bougie enough to order a $41 glass of wine. I, I don't know. What do you think you are in Club 33? Or you can get champagne for 10 bucks from Le Grand Cortage. 
Now, okay. because I'm semi-interested in where brands come from and how transparent they are with who owns them and where they source their spirits from, I looked up Grand La Grande Cortage and you know just wanted to see where they're actually from because if you're if you're shipping in uh, champagne from France and charging people ten bucks a pour when you have Silver Oak Cab from Healdsburg, which is uh, well, it's like what two hours or so from my house, so it's like eight hours from Disneyland. Uh, you're charging forty one. Like, what's the you know wh- where is this coming from? What's going on? So I looked at their website, and it reads more like a brand that just buys bulk wine and puts their own label on it. There's no actual address of the winery on their site at all, and they don't even list their wine comes from France on the site until you like click on the wine and you have to go like a couple clicks into learning about the wine, and it says like it's from France. The whole thing looks very L.A. with hip and and chic women throwing flowers and laughing, probably at you, maybe at me. Who knows? Uh, And anyway, uh, turning the soil of the Internet over a bit more, Jeremy, I discovered the brand was incorporated in Nevada, but is located in Los Angeles. The founder, his name is Tanya, left her job in San Francisco to move to France in order to create a brand of champagne and sell it in the States. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, I don't know, it's less transparent than they're trying to, uh, <laughs> than they're trying to portray on their website. Uh, and also I'm cool and right. Speaking about our conversation earlier, Jeremy, I was right about this. Uh, anyway, there are plenty of California wineries doing champagne style wines. Uh, I feel like the blue Bayou sort of set a trend with all the other California wineries. So why stop at champagne? It just, it's very weird to me, but uh, you know, I did my homework, and uh, now you know. When you go to the Blue Bayou, um, it's really just, it's not made here. It's just shipped over from, because some lady who lives in L.A. Um, but let's talk beer. The Blue Bayou does have beer. It has Abita Amber Lager and Carl Strout's Boat Shoes Hazy IPA, both for eleven fifty. Now, Abita makes good stuff. Hazy IPA should be poured down the drain at all times, and eleven fifty. I, I just don't like it. Uh, and eleven fifty is way, way too much to pay for a sixteen ounce beer. I don't care how good it is. Uh, they do have eight dollar non alcoholic drinks, including a thirty one Royal Street Mint Julep and Louisiana Lemonade, each served with a glowing ice cube, which are cool. Uh, of course, they will be selling the national drink of New Orleans, the Hurricane. The new fifteen dollar Blue Bayou Hurricane features Bacardi Reserve Ocho Rum. Um, Myers Dark Rum, Orange Juice, Passion Fruit—I can never say this—Passion Fruit Puree trips me up every time. Uh, grenadine, lime juice, cherry, and an orange garnish. Other Disneyland Resort hotspots are opening up as well. Disney California Adventure is going to bring back the Alfresco Tasting Terrace on the second floor of the Golden Vine Winery, exclusively for Legacy Annual Pass holders on May twentieth. At this point, I don't understand why why you feel like you owe these people anything. Just don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, The Paradise Garden Grill Eatery will reopen at DCA on May 13th. Disney's Grand Californian Hotel will reopen the Napa Rose and Storytellers Cafe restaurants to the general public on May 28th. The Napa Rose Fine Dining Restaurant will be open for dinner only. And Storytellers Cafe will be open for breakfast and dinner with no character dining or buffets. Online reservations for the Blue Bayou, Napa, Rose, Storytellers Cafe, and Alfresco Tasting Terrace are available starting May 18th. 
the uh, Grand Californian Hotel Craftsman Bar at the Grand Californian Hotel will start taking online reservations on May 28th. Only hotel guests staying there at the Grand Californian can dine at Hearthstone Lounge and the Craftsman Grill through May 27th. Uh, to block anybody uh, you know else coming in, hanging out there. The direct entrance from the Grand Californian to DCA will return on May 28th, about a week before the new Marvel-themed Adventures Campus de- uh, debuts on June 4th. So exciting stuff. Things are opening up and uh, much more places to uh, mill about there at uh, the Disneyland Resort. Well, I think that sounds great, and we're very happy to hear that Disneyland has reopened and we move toward the end of the pandemic. Uh, Things continue to progress over here on the East coast as well uh, as the country as a whole has seen a 53% drop in new COVID cases in the last 30 days. Wow. Good job. Uh, Good job. USA and Florida similarly has experienced a 64% decrease in new cases over the same time period. Uh, The state and its theme parks continue on the journey toward normalcy. Well, as normal as you could get. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. This week, Orange County, Florida, Mayor Jerry Demings announced that the county, where part of Walt Disney World sits, because Walt Disney World is so big, it actually sits in, I think, three counties. Two, oh. At least two. I did not know that. Th- it's in, it, it, it's, it straddles more than one county. I know that much. Hell yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> as that county has nearly reached... The 50% vaccination rate threshold at which the current mask mandate will be lifted for outdoor activities. Uh, Currently, the vaccination rate sits at 36% of eligible adults in Orange County. Um, Orange County has also reduced the outdoor physical distancing requirements from six to three feet, provided you are wearing a mask. Yep, okay. So we are bringing it down. Um, All right, man. According to Mayor Demings, when 70% of the population over the age of 16 has received at least their first dose of the vaccine, and at the same time the county's 14-day positivity rate falls below 5%, all mask requirements indoor and out will be lifted. Um, That's wild. God, that feels sh- uncomfortable, man. Just to hear well, it, it. It should be noted that mm. these are all merely unfor- unenforceable guidelines uh, because govern- our, our governor of Florida DeSantis signed a bill in executive order barring local mun- municipalities from imposing any mandatory mask rules at all. Uh, so actually, it's only these are just suggestions anyway, anyhow. Mm. Um, but businesses, of course, can uh, and most of them do enforce their own mask rules. Yeah. Um, While no official announcements have been made at Walt Disney World regarding mask requirements yet, it was observed this week that signage throughout the park pointing towards a six-foot physical distancing guideline have been taken down. Wow. Yep. Not that anyone was observing it anyhow. Um, (laughs) But, you know, the fact that the official things are starting to be pulled. This comes after a recent announcement that temperature checks at Disney World would be removed for park guests uh, next week on May 16th. Um, Though some temperature check stations at Walt Disney World have already been removed and the temperature check requirement for cast members arriving to work was already removed on May 8th last week. So no more temperature checks. Um, And further... 
in the move on from COVID, cast members, at least some of the ones I've spoken with, are delighted that face shield requirements have begun to be rolled back. Um, So here, all cast members are required to wear a face mask, but in certain areas of work like food service and those workers who are or cast members who are in close proximity to guests have the additional requirement of a clear face shield. Mm. Um, this week, Disney began to roll back that requirement for some of its outdoor cast members. So food service workers at this moment still uh, required to wear the face shield, but those are even starting to be rolled back. Okay. And uh, we move. We move on. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. We go on. We so go on. You got it. You got it. We go that's on. Right. That's what's happening over here. I love it. I mean, I don't. But, uh, you know, it's scary and it's going it's, to look, it's going to take a while to, uh, to get used to stuff like that. You know what I mean? Moon Boots IPA is the latest 21st Amendment beer release. A West Coast IPA brewed with strawberries and loaded with Azaka, Citra Cryo, and Mosaic Hops. Moon Boots IPA was designed and brewed by an all-woman team at 21st Amendment Brewery and in partnership with the Pink Boots Society, advocating for the advancement of women in the beverage industry. The label for Moon Boots IPA features the beer's creators envisioned as otherworldly beings and was commissioned by renowned Los Angeles-based animation artist Robin Eisenberg. Moon Boots IPA is a very limited release and available across the country at your favorite good beer shop, where 21st Amendment beer is sold. There you go, Jeremy. What do you think of that? That's very nice. I think we need Sully back, though. I mean, he has a very good... You do a great job. Thanks, man. we hear your voice this whole show. So wouldn't it be nice to break it up? It would be nice to break it up. Yep, it would. I think he should record it. I think he should, too. But uh, what I I want from Sully and what Sully gives me are very different. (laughs) Um, Yes. we should have uh, a listener contest. (laughs) Would you like to do work... And read this. Hey, yeah. I mean, we can. Come on. We change it enough. Reading stuff. I'm sure they would. Yeah, man. Maybe it'll be a Patreon thing. Sure. You know, that'd be fun. All right, Jeremy. Well, like you were talking about, uh, you guys are very happy over there. I mean, I mean, maybe you weren't talking specifically Disney World fans, but just people in general. Uh, with Disneyland being opened, and since that has happened, there have been a lot of questions as to how the parks were going to handle social distancing with its more popular rides. I've talked about it on the show since the announcement was made. All those indoor rides. I mean, you got Big Thunder has an indoor portion a little bit, like the queue going up to get into things. You got Haunted Mansion, and you got Indy. You got all these rides. Like, how are they going to deal with it, right? Uh, the Haunted Mansion famously opened up a cast member's only entrance around the side of the overflow queue, blowing the minds of most of the Disney news internet, somehow taking this doorway from a CM entrance to a secret entrance that nobody knows about, um, which was always fun to read the clickbait headlines after something so you know general and, and obvious comes out. Uh, Disney news really has a great way of spinning this into, into something that only they know about. Um, but this way, guests can be metered onto the ride, bypassing the elevator scene, and head directly into the hallway and onto the ride. Were you going to say something, Jer? No. Oh, okay. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> you like inhaled like you were about to be... <clears throat> but I didn't know. No, just breathing. All right. Well, can we not breathe? Can we hold our breath, please? Um, another popular ride that has a long and very indoor queue is Indiana Jones and the Eye of the Giant... 
lady woman or whatever it's called. Uh, even at limited capacity, guests are indoors, winding through the temple queue and sometimes cramped spaces. So how was Disneyland going to handle that? Well, it turns out they have a ride next door that is currently closed, the Jungle Cruise. If the line for Indy gets too long, guests are being routed to the overflow section of the Jungle Cruise, which is upstairs above the regular line. Manned by a cast member, guests wait here upstairs until being sent across the walkway to the Indy queue. This way, the path stays relatively people-free because, as you know, the space around the Indy entrance can get pretty packed in on the best days. And it's just a big mess. And I guess once everything opened, that area sort of knotted up instantly. And so this is a, a, a pretty creative way to you know make sure that people can still wait in line because the overflow the indies overflow section is spaced out and then that so that runs out very very easily right and um you know there you go so i thought that was pretty neat uh another way disneyland is helping to keep people away at a socially respectful distance is by implementing a virtual queue slash traditional queue system if things get too busy Disney can spin up the virtual queue uh, section of the you know, uh, you know coding of the internet or whatever it's called and allow guests to claim a ride reservation from the Disneyland app itself. Visitors will have to be inside Disneyland to access the Indiana Jones Adventure World queue or world. Where the hell? I, I don't even write the word world in this entire paragraph, but apparently uh, in order to access the Indiana Jones Adventure <laughs> virtual queue. Park hopper visitors starting their day at Disneyland California will, uh, won't be able to get into the indie virtual queue until they've hopped to Disneyland after 1 p.m. I find that very interesting. If you're park hopping, you're getting punished for it, okay? Just want to tell you that now. Um, the indie virtual queue also will not open at 7 a.m. before Disneyland opens. But apparently, Rise of the Resistance does this. The virtual queue for Rise opens before the park opens. Which I feel I, like is cheatery. Know how any of this works. When I hear the words virtual queue, that is just a signal to me that I'm not riding that ride. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know how to get on it. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. It's not happening. I'll be on Living with the Land. Yep. And that's fine. And that's good. I don't want to be in a virtual queue. I want to be in not virtual queue. I want to be looking at real square tomatoes. You know, that's what I yeah, want, or watermelons or whatever. I want to look at a pumpkin in the shape of a Mickey head and <laughs> learning about things. I, yeah. don't want, I don't care about your virtual queue. Go away. And tilapia swimming in a tank. Um, yeah, it's it's basically just a reservation. I mean, it's it's like what you'd have to do at Disney World for Fast Pass. Same thing, I think. I don't know. I've never done it, but um, that's what I imagined is. Sounds like the same thing. All right. But uh, anyway, what I found interesting is, is they're going to alternate between like a virtual queue and a traditional queue. Which could spill into some of these other rides, like even like pirates, you know, pirates can, they can get overflow. It'll be in the walkway and they've already like mapped out little switchbacks to like absorb people in this dumb walkway. Turn on a virtual queue, you know, maybe that could, uh, you know, reflect that. But so what does everybody do? If everybody's in a virtual queue, would you just have people just walking around like zombies? They have yes. no place to go. You have no it's place a fast to pass. Them. It's a fast pass. So you virtual queue, you go, uh, what I imagine is you go, oh, okay, I can come back between two and four. All right, great. Okay. Great. <laughs> I don't know. I have I have yet to be at the parks with a chance to do this. Okay. So I have no yeah. idea. And you would yeah, think that I, I would have know. learned about it, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> testing for the new system, Jeremy, was set to begin yesterday. However, Indy being Indy, the ride kept going down over and over 
throughout the entire day, and the program was unable to actually get tested. <laughs> no word if they're running that test today, but I do know from cast members on the ground that the ride has crashed at least a couple times so far today already. Um, apparently, last apparently yesterday, um, cast members it was just a bad day. I mean, they were just not. They were down for like hours sometimes, and yeah. um, at least an hour over and over again, often enough to not be able to do this. So um, that sucks. That sucks, man. You got to blow the dust off that thing. You know, it hasn't been ran for a long time, probably over and over again. Yeah, it hasn't. Uh, the other thing is it wasn't there. Someone who had like cracked the code of how to ride these rides without fast passes because they figured out that yes. by a certain time, like generally yeah. at one o'clock, the thing is broken. And yes. so if you wait by it, then it like you can be first in line. Isn't that like a thing? It's it, so unpredictably bad. Yes, it's predictably a thing. bad. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was yeah, it was some Disney YouTuber or whatever. And I think even in the thing, it was like doesn't work all the time because you have to depend on the ride going down. But it's a safe bet that if you want a fast pass, <laughs> then you go wait in line. But I'm like, who? Like, what do you? You know, because then you get the 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 always fast pass. But I think they stopped giving those out. To like where you here's a fast pass or here's a fast pass for any ride with a fast pass. I don't think they do that anymore. Oh, so I you know maybe it's old information. Maybe he's just making stuff up. I don't know, but at least you can get back on the ride at some point. Um, and then you, if I don't know, I think maybe it's a way to maximize your fast passes. Like if you already have a fast pass, you might as well go wait in Indy if your fast right. passes for something else because then you're probably going to get one for Indy anyway. So then you technically have two at a time, but. At that point, I don't know, man. It's too much like a, a game of Monopoly or something. It's just too, like, I'm sort of, I'm trying to, like, rethink my trips to Disneyland moving forward. Because it, I did get very much in that mindset of, we got to do all the things. You got to do everything. Let's plan. Where do we go first? Let's do here because then we can do here and we're sort of, like, mapping it out. And it's like, I don't, I don't think I care anymore. I think next time I go back, I'm just gonna be like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Let's do this. Well, it's an hour wait. Okay. Well, it's an hour wait whatever yeah it seems more chill yeah. that way i have to say i don't hate disney world my without fast passes because they they don't they don't exist you know yeah do you and do you notice a big difference or you just don't mind the difference i i don't well so there's a couple things one the posted weight is never accurate Mm -hmm. So if it's 30, it's going to be 15. If it's 60, it's going to be between 20 and 30. I've never waited the posted wait. Um, and 20 minutes in a line ride in a, in a, no, in a line isn't that bad. No. Yeah. You know, especially if you're with other people, you're chatting, all of a sudden you're on the ride. You don't even know it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind it. It's just, mm -hmm. it is what it is. You just, you just wait in the line. And I do yeah. feel like I don't have to be like, Oh my God, I gotta get over there. <laughs> Yeah, and that's like, me. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's usually me because it's like oh, we did all this. I drove six. I drove six hours. You know, I'm like cranky already. I don't want to do. I hate people. I hate crowds. But I'm here. It's worse. <laughs> it was better earlier, and uh, you know, I got to maximize my fun. But then I'm yeah. not having fun doing it. So, yeah. I also, you know, there is limited, although it doesn't always feel like it, the parks are limited in attendance. Maybe when we're back up to regular, I'll want the fast pass back because I'll be able to handle <laughs> it with these crowds. But That's right. for now, it's been okay. Yeah. Uh, Mary is in the chat and she says, Indy is the same ride as Dinosaur and Animal Kingdom. Does that break down as much as Indy? Jeremy, do you know that? 
I'm not sure. I don't know that I'm at, I mean, I love that ride. I don't mm-hmm. know that I'm at Animal Kingdom enough to notice its breakdown rate, and I haven't read anything about it, so I'm not sure. I will say That's that question. That when Taryn and I went uh, to Animal Kingdom, we tried to get in line for him. We got in line for Dinosaur, uh, yeah. but it was broken. It broke. Uh, we were inside somewhere in the queue. I don't know. The queue's not as cool as Indy, for sure. Um, and then we waited for 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, and then finally we just left. It just it wasn't up then. So we're like, okay, yeah. well, that's it. <laughs> we're done. Um, I don't know. My only experience is that it does. Because <laughs> I've never... I've never gotten out of line for indie when it's down because usually it goes down and it's just a quit. It's like a reset, but it's like a 20 minute cycle. So right. I don't know. And I think that's yeah. usually what happens with these. Like when rides are quote down, they just need to be cycled, but it takes 15, 20 minutes to get everything back up and, and, and running again. So it's not that it's really broken all the time. Cause if you read yeah. again, if you read Disney news articles, it's always, it was broken for what? And it's not broken. It's, <laughs> it's software. I mean, you reboot your computer every now and then. Is your computer broken? No. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I got stuck in the, da- uh, in the last week. What was it? The ballroom in the Haunted Mansion we got stuck in for twenty, almost 20 minutes. Oh, I would like that for about five. It was cool. And then it was like, all right, when is this? Over? <laughs> like, cause, and then it, it, it was so long that eventually they shut the music off. Which is a little, also a little bit weirder because like the things are still dancing, but it's just silent. And you can like hear the motor running and stuff. Yeah, it's actually scarier. <laughs> really? The music. Well, because it's just strange. It is strange, man. Yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's my uh, that's my story, man, about indie and the virtual queue and uh, how they're dealing with stuff over there, which doesn't sound very good, but. Okay. Well, I don't have any more stories, but I, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up a little rumor that's been going on around over oh, here. Oh, God. I love rumors you know? so much. We are a rumor-based show. You are. You really are. Uh, but I think Ooh. that, I look, I'm not going to say what the rumor is. I'm going to say what the facts are. Okay, and let's people go. People are deducing certain things based on these facts, and that causes the rumor. So let's just say what's going on. Okay, let's do it. There are guests who have been staying over in the Epcot Resort area at those hotels, and they are flagging up, reporting that they're hearing fireworks in the wee hours of the night coming from Epcot's World Showcase Lagoon. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Which they don't do fireworks yet. Right? No, exactly. All right. Okay. And um, also some new banners have been put up over at Disney's Hollywood Studios the the phantasmic banners they've been take the old ones were taken out brand new ones put up all around so mm. people are speculating that nighttime spectaculars are uh, imminently coming back okay interesting i wonder how they would do that with the phantasmic everyone's packed in first, well first of all phantasmic is easy is because it? our phantasmic is a stadium you can block seats out Oh. You know, we don't we don't just hang out in the ro- in the walkway <laughs> like you animals. Yeah, that's what we are, man. Um, We're scummy. Here, it's a little bit more sophisticated. Their yeah. Seating. Uh, also, why is it that I can't wait next to someone to watch fireworks, but I can wait next to them in the queue for Soren? Um, Doors. Yeah, like, I guess. I think it's time to bring the fireworks back, guys. Okay. All right. We're outside. Yeah, that's true. So what do you think? And uh, do you think this is false rumors? 
that people are just mucking about online because you would think that at some point someone is seeing these things blow up in the air. Right. Well, exactly. Um, Instead of I just think, reporting, I think hearing they it. probably are. And they, they brought in tents. So they're, they're building, obviously, this new illuminations replacement called Harmonious. Which yeah. Which is the most disharmonious thing I've ever seen. There's nothing harmonious about ugly barges in a, in a beautiful lagoon. That itself is not harmonious. Do you, um, do you hear anything about, I mean, because clearly Disney knows that people are unhappy with this. No one's quiet about it. And I know that Disney's uh, like social media vacuum just hoovers up everything and then they f- they organize it and funnel it to whatever. So they, they got to know. What well, do you think they're not, doing? Not only do they have they have to know, just forget about even the social media reaction. It looks like a disaster. They test these fountains during the day and it's laughable how bad it looks. <laughs> it's like, what? So I'm sure someone in charge has got to be looking at this. Are you just texting in the middle of our conversation? Yes, I am. I'm trying to find out. I'm asking someone who knows. Don't worry oh. about it. You weren't supposed to. You weren't supposed to call me out on it. It was supposed to be secretive. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, I just. Well, I'm just asking my friend. Well, gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start bringing a newspaper to this recording, and I'll just read it. Uh, anyhow, what was I saying? <laughs> Please do. Yeah, just fold the Economist over and start reading an article. <laughs> <laughs> you start reading yours and I'm like, you know what? I, I'll be back in five. Um, <sighs> but it looks ridiculous. So I think, I mean, there, this is the question I was talking about with some friends the other day is like, are, yeah. I want to know if a meeting has happened yet. Like mm-hmm. guys look tomorrow at noon, we've got a problem on our hands. Got to figure it out. Bring, bring ideas, bring ideas, a box of those cookies from Garibaldi or whatever it's called. Gideon's Gideon. Yeah. No, someone, they, I think, I think this has got to be on someone important's radar at this point. So I don't know, but, um, so they, they've got the tent and they've got the, so they put up these tents at the front of world showcase, which yeah. they, you know, presumably they put like the equipment to start really running simulations and tests using the new, um, fireworks equipment. So it's believed that they are really working on this, um, and that we're going to get fireworks, you know, probably, this summer, which it's May, so summer's oh yeah, not far for sure. Away. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're, the mask mandates are going away at the end of the month or whatever, right? So it's probably just spinning up for that too. Probably, yeah. But I think I, Disney will keep masks longer than the yeah. But I think that county, I think it'll definitely uh, enable them or embolden them to increase capacity, though. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, interesting stuff. Interesting. So that's that's the. The happenings. That's the uh, the rumor mill, huh? Okay. Well, you look, I believe it. It's not really a rumor. It's basically just confirmed now. Well, no, it's just like, here's some things that are happening. Yeah. You do the math. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. All right, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much again. Uh, thank you to everybody tuning in live. Really appreciate you guys having fun in the chat there. And uh, let's see. Our next show is on the 19th. And we're going to be having Jeremy on, a lovely Jeremy here, to talk about what is the music of the... Jungle Cruise. The music of the Jungle Cruise. That'll be a good time. And then after Jeremy's segment, we're going to be speaking with Dave from DaveLandWeb.com, who is uh, very big in the Disney space of, uh, you know... Uh, collecting, you know, old Disney photographs and whatever. Uh, he also takes a bunch of photos in the parks, too. So I want to talk to him a little bit about 
just taking photos in general. How do you take photos at the parks? We get some you know good tips on on you know park photography, which I think will be fun. But mainly just you know how he got started collecting all these uh, these images, and uh, he's just he's a big resource not only for Disney fans but for people uh, you know on the company side, if you know what I'm trying to say. So that'll be fun. So tune in for that. Uh, Jeremy, what's going on at uh, Spectro Radio, man? What's happening over you, at your side, real quick, before we leave? Oh, well, I mean, you know, just lots of great music. The big thing right now this month, because it's, it's, I'm celebrating Disney World's 50th. Even if Disney World doesn't want to celebrate it, I'm going to celebrate it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've got a monthly, every sh- every month, a different show. This yep. month, we've got The Real Symphonies of Illuminations, which is a little take on, you know, The Real Housewives of New York City. Okay. All right. Well, the real symphonies of illuminations, so the original illuminations and illuminations 98 were basically medleys of classical music. Well, now we are going to be able to hear not just the little edited part, but the full pieces. I like composers, it. A full hour of the real symphonies of illuminations every night at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cans. Did I give that to you? Did I give, Did that, give me what? that idea to you? I no. think I did. I think that was my idea. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks a lot for tuning in. Jeremy, you're welcome for my ideas. And uh, until next time, everybody, we will see you uh, in and around the parks. Something like that. I don't know. We'll see you.